Dyer. Think about your butcher's ways, Dyer. You. But I killed you. Another mistake, Dyer. You've fallen right into our trap. Trap? Yes. Those people you've been so cleverly evaluating are not Earth warriors. They're our slave class, the lowest form of human intelligence. You lie. Do you think those puny creatures could conquer half a galaxy? No, Dyer. I represent the true warrior class. Evaluate me if you dare. Welcome to Into the Time Vortex podcast. We're talking Doctor Who. We're talking a classic episode called The Centauran Experiment. I am Ken. Jeff. Julia. Centauran Experiment is the second part in this sort of... Um, time ring. Nerva... Uh, Nerva beacon. Beacon slash time ring slash... Twelfth season, first season of Tom Baker... Um, line of episodes that link together. Where we left off last, they teleport down to from Nerva Beacon from Ark in Space to the Centauran Experiment. And Harry has boots now. He got boots on in the last one, so he's got shoes. Was Sarah Jane wearing a raincoat when she teleported? She was wearing down? full rain gear. But was she wearing it in the Ark in Ark in Space? No, she no. wore it in the last minute of Ark in Space after the her and Harry. Okay, so she was wearing it. It wasn't a continuity error. No, she she went and changed. They went and changed okay. her clothes. Harry got some boots on. Okay, and they got the doctor's brown big brown coat, and they went down there. So what happens in this one? So they get teleported down to this planet um, that they think is empty. But turns out there's a few people there who have been um, duped into coming uh, by what turns out to be a Santaran who's there to find the weaknesses of humans and take over this uninhabited planet, apparently. Um, again, this is an episode that I remember liking quite a bit. It's one of those episodes that's at the time, you know, if you were in the mood of watching just Doctor Who, but you didn't have a whole lot of time, you could throw this one in there because it's just two parts. And it was fun. There was quite a bit of action. It, it, it had a, it had a, um, I guess God was saying he likes this one too. <laughs> the lights going out. <laughs> um, okay, so we just had a power failure. Um, Let's see, we've had a lightning strike interrupt the podcast, and now a power failure. Wait just for a second, make sure my daughter doesn't freak out, because the TV's off. Um, so anyhow, um, one of the reasons I liked this episode, or liked at the time, was um, there was um, outside, you know, it was a little bit different than this? the closed sets and stuff. Would they film this one on film? Nope, it was... It was, um, when I started watching it, I realized that this is on location, and I'm like, but it's video. So they used portable video equipment, which, this is one of the earliest times that they did that. It's sort of groundbreaking in that realm. And then later on, shows did that. You know, they do it more often, and then eventually that, that, would, that would happen all the time. Um, so that means it can't be transferred to Blu-ray because it's just video. It doesn't, it won't benefit from... Like Spirit Heaven Space was all on film. It's also um, the only episode. What did we this? Hardest it's, it's, in. Well, it, it's not in there, but it's also the only episode that was shot on location. There's no interior scenes at all. It's all all outside, even in the Centauran ship and everything. Hmm. And so that was. It's never happened before. It's, that's a bit unusual. 
Um, Terry Walsh got a lot of work in this one, too. He actually gets on-screen credit, too, because he played the first... Yeah. Uh, he played one of those guys... Astronaut guys that got killed. That jumped by, off. Jumped off the cliff. So this was filmed in Devon. Mm -hmm. I thought it was, um... Like Yorkshire. It looked like the Moors. A lot of fans lot have of gone to Devon where those rocks are and visited. Yeah, the, the, it was beautiful. Yeah, the location was the, really the pretty. Rocks and all that. Yep. And, uh, you know, it shows you the um, the problems with, with uh, filming over days is one day it was raining pretty hard and the next day it was sunny, but. Um, they had a schedule, they had to keep it. Yeah. So, um, Tom Baker also had a broken collarbone in this episode. Yeah, he slipped or something, broke his collarbone. Um, I think the producer at one point was worried that he would have to recast the doctor completely, but it wasn't that bad. I don't know if you noticed in his, some of the scenes, but he had the scarf wrapped around his arm like this to keep it up oh. to make it look like... Covering the brace, covering some yeah. brace or something. And a lot of the scenes filmed from the back was Terry Walsh with a wig. Yeah. Oh. So, um, and also, I mean, there's a lot of background stuff here. There's more background stuff than story, because... <laughs> short story, yeah. Yeah, um, Kevin Lindsay, who played the Centaurin, um, also played the Centaurin in um, The Time Warrior. Which was season 11, the, the, the first story of the last season. And he, um, he was having trouble with the costume, and so... He needed a stunt double in the final battle, so the stu there were two stunt doubles in the final battle. When he and t and the, the doctor, doctor were fighting, having a little jousting competition. Yeah. And I didn't. I never knew this. I knew uh, Kevin Lindsay died six months later of a heart condition. Oh, I didn't know that. And um, and they were saying he had so much trouble with the costume that it was wasn't helping the situations. I don't know if that means that. So Doctor Who killed him. Literally. Yeah, Doctor Who killed him. I guess being in some time. Well, I also liked that they reference the past episode where Sarah Jane goes links. Yeah. Yeah, it was because she had met him before. Did we do that episode with you yet? Time yeah, we did. The one with the medieval... First Sarah Jane episode, they go back in time and there's the medieval arrows and the guy with the arrows and the centaurin. I don't remember. I know we did. Okay. I know that we wasn't did. the one where they were kind of in a mine, was it? Or they were like... It was a castle. They were in a castle. There was They were... Drinking water on and, and uh, the night, the, the night professors guy. are being used by the Centauran to invent stuff, and the Centauran was. Did they did that somewhere they had all the peasants underground? They had that robot. Was, was the Centauran made the robot? Yeah, is that the one where the robot was like doing <laughs> this? I tried to come up with bad effects that you could remember it. I think I remember. I okay. blocked a lot of these animals. He gets killed with an arrow in the back from Boba Fett. There, yeah, yeah, the guy who played Boba Fett. Uh, what's his name? Jeremy Bullock. Okay, so anyways... Anyway, um, I don't remember. Ba -ba 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 broke his collarbone. Ba -ba -ba -ba. Um, one of the... Uh, so, again, this is all background story. I don't know why we're not going into the story, but one of the... I didn't know this. One of the bat, one of the astronauts, his name's Kranz, is Glenn Jones. Yes, Kranz. Who, what Kranz? Kranz. Who wrote the Space Museum episode. He was a writer. Oh, I didn't know. I never. I never 
put two and two together. Me neither yeah. until I read that. I'm like, oh, wow, that's weird. There's a few of them that have done that. Like, Derek Sherwin appeared in an episode, and there's a couple other writers that have, too. Hmm. So it's, there's more interesting stuff to talk about, about the behind the scenes. Like, they cast the astronauts from South Africans because of the, their different accents. They wanted to make it feel like they were um, maybe from the future, which didn't work. <laughs> or from a different Earth colony? Yeah. Well, they didn't sound... Didn't, they I they didn't sound English. Sound, oh, yeah. I thought so, one sounded Scottish at one point. I th I, that's what I thought, too. Yeah. Scottish are really Welsh. And uh, I, I thought the one guy was Australian, but there are a lot of similarities between a South African and an Australian accent. Yeah. And my favorite research information was Mary Whitehouse complained about this episode. Quote, helpless adults in a state of terror. <laughs> like... Okay, Mary. You're, Who's you're Mary Whitehouse? She, she was a pain in the butt. She's a, 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 a an activist who constantly watched TV and complained because TV needed to be more. They needed to, to not show violence, not show depravity or whatever. They it needed to to clean up its act. So she constantly was targeting Doctor Who because, you know, Doctor Who was for her kids. And it was showing people getting killed and drowned or whatever. She was constantly complaining about it. But you don't see the person. Did she get paid to do this, or she just did it because she was a busybody? I think she just did it because she was a busybody. I know she she was a busybody, but she was also on committees and stuff like that. So she had some so power. So she was like the Tipper Gore of her era. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that didn't work out well um, either. But she uh, still made heavy metal. And everyone kind of <laughs> and she she was attacking mus music groups too and for lyrics and stuff like that and generally speaking what what generally happened is if she did that then ratings would go up because people would be like oh wow it must be something like <laughs> the <Desi> assassin <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so when we get to that one she um just totally ripped into everything but anyway she was uh <laughs> she was well pink floyd uses one of their songs has they they rip it rip into her <laughs> dialogue and mary one of the animals, uh, from the animals, there's like Mary, uh, White House, you know, that's one of the dialogue. Isn't animals supposed to be bad, one, not the one the most bad? No, no, it's, it's okay, but it's not, you know. But, yeah, she, she was not well liked by anyone doing <laughs> anything, TV, movie, books, whatever. I didn't whatever. realize that Pink Floyd ripped into her. Yeah, well, they, she ripped into them, so. They kind of ripped into everybody. Uh, so, anyways, the yeah. story, Centauran <laughs> experiment. I like it. I, I liked it. Yeah. I like the best part is when the Centauran takes his helmet off for the reveal, because we didn't when we saw it for the first time we didn't see they didn't show the pertinent ones, so we didn't know what the Centaurans were. So when he took off his helmet, I was like, oh, that was. Don't forget, I was ten at the time. I was <laughs> like, oh, that's freaking cool. And you know, I thought it was, I th I was. I don't remember being confused when she said links because I never dawned on me until later on when we watched yeah. it again. I think were you aware that there was other stuff before that? Obviously, if you watched Robot, you would realize. Wait a minute, there's something. But the that just problem happened. was, I got on the Robot at part four. Okay. So I didn't see the regeneration. So I didn't know that there was stuff before. My first regeneration was one Logopolis. And I was like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> well, I remember, I think I was aware of that there was other Doctor Who episodes. I remember knowing Tom Baker and watching episodes and then going to a convention and they had the three doctors and I said, what's this? I said, what? You know, and I watched it. I'm like, I don't recognize any of these people. This is something completely different. <laughs> but 
Anyways, um, I like a lot of elements of this story. Um, the Centauran, I thought, I like Centaurans. I thought that it was really good, unless you did a close-up of its eyes, and then it kind yeah, of... Yeah, because then you could see his head, like, inside the mask. At one point in the fight, his head's turned around. The, the whole collar <laughs> and the mask is turned around, and obviously the... Um, the scene where he gets killed is horrible. Yeah, the fleeting it's head. Like the Wicked Witch. <laughs> the um, I always absolutely hated that robot, and I still hate it. it it's just yeah. It's so flimsy. Yeah. It looks that like they a couldn't little... run away from it. I'm just. They show that scene where the guy's running. And it's you know what? What's he on a track? I mean, how is it? He was, but they were pretty fast because every time Sarah would turn around, you see, <laughs> he would be like running by. It was just like, yeah, that robot was, you know, when you get older and you watch it again and you like, you look at the robot and you just laugh because it was so flimsy. It looked, like, like, it someone looked made, like a little kit that a kid would yeah, buy an for $10. Set, an erector set. And not even an erector set, oh, though. It would be like a knockoff erector set. <laughs> I still like it, though. I mean,. And then when it captured the three astronauts, or the they, three, just, <laughs> they all just stood there. They weren't wrapped up in anything yet. They just stood there. Yeah. Well, they're terrified. There you go. He's got an answer for everything. That's right. <laughs> it's, a, it's a sadistic episode, because the second ha episode, they're just torturing these people for no good, and it's like, that's kind of a weird plan. No, 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 no. No, no, but I mean... It, it, they it, had a reason. They yeah, wanted to see the weaknesses of the humans for... It's still a weird plan. It's like... I don't know. It's it's kind of it was a weird plan because you thought that the Centaurans could just come in and blow them all the way. Wow. Why do the Centaurans care what their weaknesses are? Well, because they want to invade the They're planet. They want to that's find they, out the, that's whether what the or not. doctor said in episode, uh, episode two. But here's my question. If there's only seven people on the planet, just blow them up. What, yeah, why would it matter? Why do does they, it matter? Maybe there are other Earth colonies and still around Earth. See, now you have an answer for everything. <laughs> well, you always... I didn't come up with that one. I don't know the answer to that. Well, those other guys were on the planet, so they came from somewhere. Yeah. Put two and two together. Pretty easy. <laughs> yeah, well, not... Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I was a little, again, over underwhelmed. Maybe I was just watching these on bad days, but... Yeah, I, I, I kind of like some of the action. I thought the doctor was pretty good in this. I mean, again, Harry falls down into a hole for half an episode. and um, But he figured out how to get out of it. Yeah, but... <laughs> I didn't quite understand his whole... Like, I didn't understand what why he was there. It, it, it's, it seemed like they didn't have much for him to do. Well, so they put him in the hole. Like we said, yeah, like we said, Darren, he was supposed to be the man of action. Like Ian was for the first doctor because they were supposed to have an older person, but Tom Baker just blew everybody away uh. in his audition, and so they had already hired the gun in that direction. So he, Harry, unfortunately becomes the victim of okay, you're stuck in the pit for <laughs> for an episode. Or yeah. I thought there was a scene that they they should have swapped um, roles. There's a scene where Sarah Jane is upside down with her legs up in the air after they teleport. Oh, yeah. And I, that I should have been Harry. should have been Harry. Uh, I, you know, because Sarah's more um, experienced with time. You know, not not that, you know, it, it just felt like it was... Unless that's the way she got planted there. When they 
transmitted down. Well, that's the whole point. But you know. they just do that with Harry, not her. It seemed like, for the most part, they kept her. Well, but she was the damsel. Harry was angel falling down, down the hole stress. because he was too stupid to figure out there's a hole there. So, yeah. well, it was a trap. Yeah, <clears throat> the hole was a trap, and it was covered. It was like, it was like Winnie the Pooh's heffalump trap. It was covered with stuff. <laughs> so right. I, I just thought that the was trap. wasn't quite, which never didn't exist. I, I, yeah, I found um, Sarah Jane to be a little bit annoying in this because she there was a lot of screaming. Yeah, this was she was tied up a lot. This yeah. wasn't her best story. Well, she was um, the brain manipulation there with the rubber snake that pops out. Actually, Harry actually wasn't bad in this one. Yeah, because he was going around trying to save the guy that was being. Yeah, he was the most useful one. Yeah. I think he had to because Tom Baker had the broken collarbone, mm. so he couldn't really do much. Because Harry went into the spaceship and got the thing out. Harry was walking around with the stick ready to attack the Centauran. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they made reference to Ark in Space. I don't know if you remember watching it that he took the piece of metal. Yes. I actually paid attention when I watched Dark in Space this time to see him put the piece of metal into his jacket. I'm like, oh, okay, now I see the connection. And he actually used it. Mm -hmm. I didn't understand why was he investigating the things on the ground where they landed if that was like the ring where the transmitter put them. Well, because it came from the space station and that's where the, the transmitter was supposed to be for the space station. There and was a problem with it, right? Yeah, he so said that in Arkham Arkham space, space that he says, oh, we'll pop down and fix them for you. Oh, okay. That's what he was doing. I didn't realize the episodes were connected until maybe the second episode of this when she mentioned, or when he mentioned the... the, the that's right, yeah. That's and I was like, oh, oh. That's kind of why we're watching it a little bit more, because the... The shows do tend to, to, especially early episodes with Hartnell, they do tend to lead into each other, but story-wise, they're separate, but they're, they're, there's more connections with these, so we figured we'd just do them all in a row. Mm -hmm. so there's a couple more instances down the line where we'd have to watch a bunch of them in a row because they all lead into each other. Yeah. Okay. Actually, they're all in Tom. Well, Jordan and were in Tom Baker's era. Yeah. But I, I thought um, I've always kind of enjoyed the two-parters. Um, they're kind of quick little episodes now. You know, <coughs> back in the classic era, that's true. There's not that many two-part episodes, but I thought this was one of the better ones. Um, <coughs> but again, watching it just like Ark in Space, I wasn't blown away by it. I, I, I hate to say it, but I was not totally engrossed in the story itself maybe part of that is because I've seen these so many times but again I've it's been so long since I've seen this one it kind of you know I don't know I don't know maybe I enjoyed watching these too you know because you just got done watching season 11 in the New Year's Day special and it was good to actually watch something that was good yeah. <laughs> that just that actually made, had a villain I'm actually looking forward to the the final two of this season. Oh, I am too. More so, even though I think um, one of them is probably one of the best episodes, and one of them. Go ahead, say it. I don't know if I like that much, but maybe I'll watch it and go, "Oh, maybe it's a, it's better than I remember it." But um, maybe not. <laughs> you can watch the Blu-ray 
box set version of the with brand new special effects. No, I'm not gonna watch it. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff about this story. It's kind of interesting, probably more interesting than the story itself. I just um, like the whole rock stuff. They're walking through the rocks. Yeah, it looked good. It visually, it looked good. They were outside. You know, they were using the new video technology, which, you know, looked pretty good. It didn't look quite like film, but they did a really good job with it. And Terry Walsh got a lot of work in this one. Yeah. Fell down a hole three times. <laughs> it's definitely a filler episode. There's, you know, not a lot to it. They reused... They were going to do a new alien, but they needed to save money, so they dug out the Centauran costume for this. But the mask was different than the Lynx mask. Well, the the, gen the Marshall or whatever was the same, I think. No, no, it was just Star with... Star. Star with bumps on his costume. I think they ripped <laughs> off the little beard or whatever that it had, but I think it's, I think it's the same. Maybe. This, that's what I read anyway. Can't look at it. But it definitely, you know was a little older, I'm sure it deteriorated shortly after that. Unless it got reused again for invasion of time, I don't know. Those were different. Yeah. I was watching the uh, one of the extras they had on the uh, DVD with a, a guy dressed up as a Satan costume and you know, no matter how bad we could say about the effects, uh, even the, I thought the one the guy walking around it looked worse. I don't even know what it was, if it was a fan-produced one or if it was one from um, the two doctors or something, but it just didn't It wasn't Shakedown, like. was it? it? No, it wasn't that style. It just looked bad. And, of course, I'm watching this episode and I'm thinking of our current, you know, our more recent Centaurans with the uh, comedy relief Centauran. <laughs> oh. Yeah. And, uh... Which I, I kind of like his character, but, you know, it's kind of, I don't know. Strax. Mm-hmm. That's right. I liked Strax more in his earlier episodes than I did yeah. later on, but, yeah. Sometimes a pretty good alien. I think they're like a like cloned alien or whatever, even though they don't all look the same. Before they make them silly in the new series? Yeah. They become a little silly. And sh very, very short. Potatoes. They are potatoes. Mm, yep. This guy looked like a potato, too. Yeah, I thought the uh, maybe the Two Doctors was the best Centauran story, maybe. But you think so? Or what did I say? Two Doctors? Yeah. What else could it be? Invasion of Time? Time? Yeah, work? Invasion of Time's pretty good, too. That was like the big shock cliffhanger. I should try. Well, yeah. sure. You, you won't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about this story. I won't. Okay. Anything else about this one? Nope. No, no, not no, my I, favorite. Was, oh, I thought it was a fun episode. But. If you like this, you can uh, obviously look for us on um, uh, Twitter or um, I don't even know the address. Facebook. <laughs> At uh, Gallic Gazette. Yeah, that's it. And. Um, Stay tuned for our next episodes, which would include Genesis of Daleks and then the Sidemen. So you have a lot of neat stuff coming up. Anything else? Thanks for listening.